ABV, Original Gravity, Simcoe Hops, Head Retention, Lacing. Those names might not mean too much to you now, but you're going to know them even more as we go through another round of Brews Day Tuesday. Here's Drez and Big Nate. It is Brews Day. Oh, sorry. Yes, please. There he goes. <laughs> Getting ahead of yourself. I'm so I'm so used to doing it myself. But yeah, Brews Day Tuesday brought to you by the Cellar Restaurant and Six Pack Store in downtown Blacksburg. We got the Scots of Great Wilderness Brewing Company in Studio B with us today. Very exciting stuff, uh, knowing that this is this beer will be available to the public very soon. Well, maybe not this specific beer. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? But right now we are pouring, well, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to you, the expert. What are we pouring? Yeah, so this is going to be one of our seasonal beers. This is our gingerbread stout. Okay. So, and I realize you guys each got a taste of this. So this one, we're doing a little different. We all wanted to try the same one because of, you wouldn't want to drink one before the other, sort of a deal. And you got, this has all been around. Yes, so sir. this is all me. Go for it. Because I noticed that this is a lot more than I've gotten so far today. Well, that's fantastic. Mm. So give me a, a ABV. Where did this come from? What would you do to make this become a beer that I'm pouring into my glass right now? Yeah, so this is a a 7.5% beer. And uh, And I got a full pour. (laughs) (laughs) Turn of the season, you start seeing these on the shelves. And it's just something I think Scott and I really love is those kind of seasonal takes on certain styles. So, Mm. you know, we went back to the drawing board and tried coming up with one ourselves and kind of come up with our own spice mixture for this. So it's got a a little ginger, cinnamon, nutmeg, clove, and uh, vanilla in this one. So how big of a batch, you know, when you're doing these – are they all about the same size or do you know off the air while Greta Van Fleet was playing, you were mentioning, you know, you really like that Amber Ale and you, you brew that for like your 50th, by the way. Settle down. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Is the cat out of the bag? No, you're good. No. Nah, well, happy early birthday. Appreciate uh, it. One of the Scots here is turning 50. I think one of them might be slightly older than the other. I don't know. But yeah, happy birthday, man. And yeah, you were saying so like, you know, for that, because you're having a big party, you're going to, you know, want a lot of good beer. So is it... All the same size batch or do you kind of like, well, this one, you want to always just kind of have this ready for people to try or how does that work? Yeah. I mean, you know, with the systems that we have, we have two separate systems and, you know, the one at my house that we have, you know, it's a 20 gallon system that we could double batch on so we can do 40 gallons. And we have, I have different size conicals that we can ferment in, you know, so I have 15 gallon ones, I have a five gallon one. So depending on really the kind of test batching that we're going to do will kind of dictate what, how much we make. And then when it comes to the test batches, case in point, what we're sipping on right now, who else is sipping this beer? Like, how does this work? You just kind of give it out. Are, are you still looking for like investors or is it just like, hey, we're, we're, we're working on this? Do you or need is a it, product tester? Are you just <laughs> He's volunteering. Are you just trying to get the word out? Like, yeah, I mean, what you're brewing this beer. Is it just to keep up with just trying new stuff to know what you're going to want to do when the brewery actually opens or... Yeah, you know, a, a lot of a lot of this ahead of time was was to iron out a lot of our recipes. And mm-hmm. um, on the investor side, yeah, I'm I'm always looking for um, inv- investors to help further the. Let brewery. me see what I got. Let me see. So, <laughs> I'll definitely throw you something for this. This has been right. some fantastic beers. And you know, so we're, we're you know I'm always looking for you know for people like that. Now you know on on these the the biggest goal with this you know when Scott and I sat down when we were started work on recipes and figuring this stuff out was that. 
we wanted to really iron out which beers are going to be more flagship style beers um, initially. And that's always going to, that could change based off of what consumer demand is, as well as, you know, just different styles of beer that we can rotate through throughout, you know, the month. And I think our initial goal was what we wanted to have like 40, 40 recipes completed before we open. And now we've well succeeded over 50. And, you know, Scott's done a phenomenal job, you know, across the board through competitions to get feedback and from some certified judges and won, you know, what, 30 medals and I think seven best in show in three years type of deal. Yeah, we've gotten some, so, some good feedback. Yeah. Did you win the new kid on the block medal too? <laughs> Jeez, that's yeah. impressive, man. So, that's wild. So, so now, we, now we get the chance to finally like turn around and put it in the, in the big boy competition. So When you mentioned 50 recipes, I know you had said you've done at least 50. So, I mean, and I hate to say it, but has there been duds? I mean, like, let's be honest. I mean, every now and then you're not going to knock them all out of the park, right? So, I mean, that's the whole point of doing it ahead of time and kind of tweaking it. So, as there, what's the biggest failure beer you've had so far? Funny enough, the experimental ones usually go pretty well. They always turn, you know, when you're trying to make a pineapple upside down cake beer and, you know, <laughs> you're, you're shooting for the stars and it lands somewhere close. You're, you're pretty happy about it. But we've been uh, branching out into NA beers, gluten-free beers, and that it's a different ball game. You're that's going a, back. Yeah, and, you're right. That's, that's, yeah. that's a whole different ball game. You're right. Yeah. So going back and hitting the books and trying to figure out exactly how you make a beer with body tastes like a beer that has less than half an hour, you know, half a percent of alcohol in it has been a challenge. And we've done, um, I think we did two Irish stouts that were still a little thin, not as much flavor as we'd want, you know, but it's, it's a learning step. So, you know, those are cheap to make. And, you know, if you got to dump them, you dump them and go back to the drum board and brew another. How painful is it to dump a batch of beer? You know, um, it, it, it is, it's always painful to see it. You know, I've got friends who have breweries on the West Coast and, you know, I watched one, one of those guys dump a 30 barrel tank, you know, oh, and geez. it's, you know, it's heartbreaking, but at the same time, you don't want to put bad you beer gotta out. Do, you, you gotta know, do it. You gotta do it. Yeah. The worst, worst situation in the world is to, is to put a bad beer on tap, you mm -hmm. know, you know, sometimes, I mean, you can make people sick. Yeah, you know, well, there's a lot to think about. Even if it's just a bad beer, I mean, the, your bottom line, I mean, financially, I mean, 30 barrel, geez, but your name, mm -hmm. you want you want it to be good quality stuff, which, no joke, you definitely seem to be doing that. The question I was, oh, you mentioned the uh, the gluten-free and the NA beers. So I know you mentioned, you know, you're talking about making sodas as well. So you're going to have also very different options. I know those ones are trickier to do, but at the same time, I mean, I hate to say it, but I feel like the bar is low. I know that the NA beer game has grown quite substantially in recent years. And I have had, like, I know Athletic is one that's really starting to stand out now. Huck, our former host and brainchild of this big beer guy and couldn't drink alcohol for a while. So he really delved into the world of NA beer and, and helped show me some of the best. He's the one that turned me on to Athletic. It's definitely a, a hard game to tap into. I mean, for those that don't know the beer science behind it, how difficult is it to do an NA beer? It's a much different process, right? So different grain bill. You, you don't have anywhere near as the amount of fermentable sugars. You might be using a different yeast strain that won't ferment it out as dry. It's completely rewriting what you already thought you knew, right? And trying to get there. And as you mentioned, the athletic and some of the brews are just doing NA beers now and they're getting better and better. So it's something that uh, we're definitely going to have to work and learn the different techniques to get, you know, the mouthfeel, body that bitterness or those flavors into that beer. 
that you would expect. It's hard. You know, usually you can tell, okay, this is a less than a half percent beer. This is going to be watery. Maybe we can cover it up with bitterness. But I've had some stouts where were phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And some of the, some of these companies, you know, they've got the funding and the space to buy equipment for fair, to fair do enough. like yeah. even like a zero I mean, the equipment to do a zero zero beer is insane. I mean, it's you know, a million dollars or what you know your you know, Stella's, your Heineken's that can do exactly, that. Exactly, you know? exactly. I mean, even with athletic, I mean athletics got a big financial backing. I mean, they're building a massive facility on the West Coast right now. And they make great stuff. And I, I think it's amazing that what they've been able to accomplish, you know, and I've worked with them personally, my regular job, what they've been able to accomplish on the NA side is just beautiful. It, you know, they've been able to work through it and build a, a company sh completely structured around it. And then on the flip side, you also said gluten-free, which I know there's not a whole lot. I, I, I've had a couple in my time as well, but I always feel so bad for those that are celiac affected because let's be honest they truly are sufferers gluten is i don't know ex i still don't know exactly what gluten is but i know that it's the best thing ever because it's in everything that's, that's good. where all the flavor is and of course <laughs> beer being one of them so how does that what about that process like how do you get the damn gluten out of a beer that's based i if i'm not mistaken the main ingredient is gluten based or i guess the main ingredient is water but you know what i mean yeah, and that's going back and rewriting your grain bill. So using grains that don't have gluten in them, whether that's millet or buckwheat. And that's a completely different mashing process, different temperatures, different enzymes at work. And actually another great um, session I sat in at Craft Brewers Conference, uh, a brewer out in California that only does gluten-free beers. And it was, it was he's paving the path. He's going above and beyond learning exactly how to use these different grains and cereals to extract that sugar that you need and not have any of that – you know, if you've ever had a, a not great gluten-free beer, you can kind of taste whether it's a little zing from the sorghum or whatever that is. And basically, that's all coming down to fermentation because the yeast doesn't have the nutrient it needs that it normally would have from the grain. It's compensating using different ingredients, getting the nutrients where you can, and finding a way to actually make it taste like a regular beer. And you've had pretty good success. So how many gluten-free beers have you... We've done uh, two so far. We did gluten-free Pilsner with cashmere hops. Uh, and what we learned is we needed to do – we needed more flavor contributions from our hops and uh, wherever else we can get it and also get a healthier fermentation. So the first time I think we went through it, it was great. It was an easy drinking Pilsner, but we were like, we, we need more of that hop character um, and a healthier fermentation. So we go back to the books, do more research. There's more and more coming out online every day, stuff you can find that brewers are having success with. And you can kind of work that back into your recipe and rewrite it. So it's kind of a reiterative process is finding out, you know, these new styles and new things that people are doing. How can we do that here with our current setup? And I know this goes back to what you were saying about, you know, you want to have a soda option. You want to have an NA beer option for those that maybe, you know, don't drink or whatever. A gluten-free option for those that maybe can't partake in the good beers. <laughs> Sorry to say. No, but um, – but no, but that's really cool that you guys are looking into that and really delving into it. So I know that – I don't know if where everybody else is at. I poured the most and I'm almost done <laughs> over here So because I know that we still got another beer to drink on this segment. So let's go ahead and go around the horn. How does everybody feel? Nate, let's start with you because I know – it's a five. All right, let's so skip you I, now. <laughs> do, do you guys want to come over to my house for Thanksgiving? <laughs> because, I like this guy. Uh, this yeah. Perfect companion. Uh, now, the, one, one of my favorite beers around holiday times is a, a another Virginia brewery's um, 
similar style brew, gingerbread stout. I'm, I'm not going to say the name because this isn't about them. This knocks it out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you're talking about Thanksgiving, we do a cranberry wit that's killer for Thanksgiving because it's really great with turkey. Oh. See, I always think, but gingerbread would be so perfect with like, I, I'm not someone who likes to like rush the holidays, but like I want gingerbread as soon as possible. That's my one. Like everyone's like on their pumpkin game right now. I'm just looking yeah. forward to gingerbread <laughs> season. And that can start as soon as the Thanksgiving dinner is done and you're breaking out that pumpkin pie. Ah, I see. I see. Well, honestly, Scott, I don't know, or sorry, Rocky, Rocky, Scott, <laughs> I don't know if we've heard your really critique of beer. What did you think of that one? You know, I absolutely love it. I think it's, you know, you, you hit it, you know, right on the head. It, it's a great fall, winter type beer, you know, especially for the holidays. I don't know. How, how much louder can your water pour be, Nate? Jeez Louise. <laughs> and I had turned my mic off too, so I don't know. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Sorry, please continue. No, it's, you know, it, it's a perfect beer for, for, you know, that holiday season. It really is. It's fantastic. Even into, into the winter, when you're in the winter months, you're past, you know, January and you're out, you know, if you're a weirdo like my, myself and it's snowing and you're running a bonfire out back. It's perfect. I don't think that's weird at all. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. That's the way to do it. Unfortunately, though, I guess it won't be till perhaps next year that people get to try that down there at a uh, at good old Great Wilderness. So, this one. Now we're pouring something new. We had to drink the other one first because this would wreck the palates, uh, <laughs> is my understanding. Is this a sour then? What is this? It is, yeah. So this is a blueberry lemon cheesecake sour. Oh, um, we're sticking with the dessert department. Yeah. All right. I'm fine with yeah, that. Yeah, so we've been big into the the dessert and pastry side of, of brewing for a lot of our experimental stuff because it, it gives you something that people are familiar with. And even if you're not a huge fan of beer, this is something that will segue into you, you know, oh. into that. Um, so this is brewed with essentially a, a goza base, a lot of flaked oats. We have some honey in there, lactose, lots and lots of blueberry puree. It's a little <laughs> hard to pull that flavor specifically. Vanilla as well. And it's kettled soured. So you kind of balance that, that sour and sweetness and also try to pull some of that cheesecake flavor. We actually added uh, graham crackers directly to the mash as well. So I just can't believe... The no, the nose on this beer right now, I know. Like I, I need to. I should just call my wife right now and tell her to come down to the station. The sip <laughs> that I will, the sip time. that might be here remaining <laughs> will be worth the trip. I mean, I haven't even took a sip, but I can tell from the nose. I mean, my goodness, that smells like dessert. This is exactly. Oh my gosh, I feel like I've. I've already tasted it. <laughs> the nose on this is just amazing. Why don't you actually do it? Okay, I suppose I could. Well, we, that means that somebody else we, needs to talk. We won't tell Go her. Go ahead, you talk, Nate. I feel we bad. I've been her. talking to these guys this whole time. <laughs> Nate, what's, go, what's going on in your world? You excited? Just in <laughs> general. You know, I, uh, I spend my days excited. Fall's coming. Football my, this weekend. My, my wife just got her first pumpkin spice latte. She's pretty thrilled about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I just had my first gingerbread stout. So ultimately, ready for fall. Tis the season. There's no doubt about it, man. Football is going to be here. And are y'all big football? Uh, I mean, you're, you're here. You need it. You need almost need to be right. Huge. You know, I'm a big sports guy. You know, All I right. love football. Love baseball. You know, 
hockey, you know, the whole nine yards. So you're not a Flyers fan, are you? Absolutely, I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're done here. All right, yeah. Actually, that's much more forgivable than the Phillies. <laughs> Oh, uh, settle down now. You know, <laughs> originally from Philly, you know, born and raised. So it's, uh, you know, I, I am, I am a huge Philly fan. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, the look you've got, giving. you've got some redeemable characteristics. There you go. <laughs> oh man. So all right, we'll have a beer over it. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's really what comes down to, it. and we'll have a beer over it. Perhaps on location. So you said spring, shooting for spring. We're shooting for spring. All spring, right, spring is the, is our is our target. And you Everything said looks great. Six month. Uh, so I guess I mean like I, I would say breaking ground. Yeah. I don't know if that's you quite know, right. I, if you're renovating, but honestly, you know. um, you know my social media pages, Facebook, Instagram are all up and running. You know, and we're going to be making a big announcement here coming up shortly. We're doing going to do a big uh, groundbreaking ceremony on on the uh, uh, on location. And uh, inviting everybody out to come out and support us during the groundbreaking. All right, man. I'll be happy to be there. So, and, and across, is it Great Wilderness Brewing Company? Yeah, it's, uh, it's Great Great Wilderness Brewing. Um, you can go, you know, right on Facebook and find us for Great under Great Wilderness Brewing Company and Instagram as well. Okay, yeah, I, and obviously we'll tag it, everybody. I'm, I'm no joke. I can't express how excited I am for this to open up because, I mean. Like you said, it is fantastic. The breweries that have popped up locally, you could always use more. And not only more, but more of what you're doing there, Scotty <laughs> slash uh, Bull over there. Man, I, seriously, you are brewing some delicious stuff. And I love the experimental stuff that you're doing because it's just, it's all very, very, very well done. We appreciate it. Absolutely. No. I appreciate it. <laughs> we appreciate it. And everybody Honestly. everybody that comes in is going to appreciate it, man. So definitely keep up the good work. You guys are doing really, really awesome stuff. And I know you're listening and you, you're not drinking this beer, unfortunately. You will soon. So you might think I'm blowing smoke. And how much did you guys have to pay to get in through the door uh, to talk <laughs> this? No, I mean, we're just getting the word out. This is no joke, not an ad or whatever. This is... I have not been this excited for a brewery and to go to it. I cannot wait for this to open up. So you guys keep making good beer, and I will be there. Groundbreaking. I will be there for the opening. We're going to do a special. You already said we're going to do a soft <laughs> opening, a special <laughs> soft opening on a Tuesday. Oh, here we the, go. The weekend before. You already, I mean. It's, I, it's, it's on record now. Yeah, the nice. mics were open, I'm pretty sure, and we were recording at that point. Uh, but, yeah, man, you guys – and not only that, but the town of Pulaski, I know how excited everybody is for this brewery, and it's awesome what you're doing. This is be great I didn't even community. delve into the, the water line system and all that. I mean, like, everything that you've been doing to make sure that it is nothing but good beer and good times that's going to be happening at this brewery. So absolutely, thank you for what you're doing. Keep ba Oh, yeah, by the way, this is a five. I've had one sip. I guess I needed two, three sips, don't uh, I, to make it official. <laughs> no, I mean, this is delicious. It, it, it is. This is like drinking candy. Which, as you and anyone else has, who's listened before knows, that's that's my metric for a Nate's got a, a sweet five. Tooth. <laughs> I do. I have a horrible problem. I I could give up, and it's tragic to say this. I could give up beer before I could give up candy and soda. That's the so, same way my girlfriend is, and I, mean, I get half the ideas from hey, her. So if if I, if either of you want to like start making candy as well, like <laughs> I'll just move in. Fives, you, you're proud of this one. Have, you've Absolutely. had this one before, right? Yeah, we, yeah. we, you know, we both had this one. You know, and this is part of our 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 whole pastry line and stuff. We have a quite a few different cheesecake beers that we make, and they're just phenomenal. 
you know, absolutely love it. Scott's done the, an amazing job on the recipes and just killed it. Is this the one that we were supposed to have at the bottle share and BB was, you were waiting for this to be done and, oh, so this is it. This is it. Oh boy. I'm going to be in trouble if I finish this beer and don't. <laughs> or or when she catches up in like three weeks. Yeah, she is a little bit <laughs> She's behind, behind right on now. her listening. Maybe she'll figure it out later, but hey man, thanks again, you guys for coming in. That's a wrap on Brews Day Tuesday. We got to wrap it up. I am done. JT's up next and uh, he'll be bringing the nonstop rock as usually on the evening hours. And of course, look out for Great Wilderness Brewing Company. Look out for them on the social. And uh, I'm looking forward to that groundbreaking, man. Scott, Scott, thank you guys so much. We'll uh, take a quick break. We'll be back with the tunes right here on 105.3 The Bear. I'll see you.